Welcome to the Madhouse. To episode 271 of the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is your captain speaking, along with Travis the Walker Anderson and El Jefe, the knowledge champion Moses Marquez. It's becoming the Good norm. Morning. It has become the norm. I kind of really enjoy these 4 a.m. shows for <laughs> us. Well, for me, 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it used like 7 a.m. Yeah, uh, it used to be easy for me doing this show. I used to, like, when I get off work, as soon as I pulled in, it was time to go. So to do this. Now, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I get maybe, like, two hours of sleep. Then I have to get up to do this. But it's fun anyways, and I still enjoy every damn second of it. Well, it only used to be a slight difference in the time zone, too. There was me and Butcher in the UK, then there was Mike. Now we've got three different time zones going on every week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's I'm normally up at this time anyway, so it's like, well, at least I'm doing something more productive than debating. Should I guess get in the shower or lay in bed? Or we could watch, like, ten hours of wrestling content. I could do that anyway. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish for the love of God I could. Fucking internet. And I'm not just talking about one WrestleMania. Yeah. Fuck WrestleMania. (laughs) I wasn't going to say it, but I'm not going to (laughs) disagree. Somebody has to say it. Well, I mean, we kind of, we, the, the majority of us kind of enjoyed this year's WrestleMania. It wasn't too long, thankfully, because they split it into two days, and it also wasn't terrible. Yeah, it could have been way worse. And we got lucky. Yeah, I kind of like, you know, I always said, you know, this was the WrestleMania to sleep on. <laughs> Literally, for me, that was. <laughs> well, the, production, but... the production show was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it—I—I I tuned in. I watched a little bit of it. Well, I actually watched all of it. I enjoyed about half. So one day. <laughs> yeah. So fast like... forward to May. <laughs> um, well, actually, it's not a bad way to start off because we've got a WrestleMania rematch confirmed now, thanks to Raw kicking off this week with Edge. And Randy Orton in guys, it's the greatest wrestling match ever. Oh my god, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the one time they're now allowed to say wrestling and it's it's for it's for two guys that beat the crap out of each other for forty some odd minutes at WrestleMania, which you know goddamn well everybody fell asleep for. Yeah, how do you make a last man standing match boring? Give it to the old two old heads. <laughs> You chase each other around a very hot building, sweating your body weight for 40 minutes. You take everything they did on NXT and you add it and slow it down. (laughs) 
And then don't forget the close-up shots of Edge and Randy panting. Oh, yeah. And, and we got to have the spot where he's like, but he's like, my brother, I can't do this. I'm going to kill him anyway. <laughs> and then we're going to have the rematch where it's just a straight-up wrestling match for the, for the yeah, spirit of competition. Because that baffles nobody's mind at all. No. I Oh, yeah. I don't have it anymore, so I couldn't beat your ass for 40 minutes, but let's go wrestle. I mean, I feel bad for Edge because he's obviously still got it. Um, especially his promo skills as well. He's fantastic. It's just... Oh, yeah. He came back with a horrible first match. You're fucking telling me. If, if anything, it, it, it kind of means they can exceed, ex- hopefully exceed expectations at Backlash. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near as bad as we can fear. Because, like, like, how we, like how we said, we fell asleep during the 40 minutes of whatever the fuck you want to call that. Mm. And now it's, they're going to, now granted, it's still empty arena, and I know that's going to cause a factor, but at least they're going to be able to go in there, and they're not going to be able to drag it out forever. I mean, yeah, are they going to do a bunch of rest holds every now and again? Probably, but they're going to be shit-talking the whole time, so that'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, they, they also referenced the match they had, um the Intercontinental Championship years ago. And that was a great match. But that yeah, was that was that a was long time ago. Years ago. Um now, uh, as ago. long as maybe more that as long? long as long as it's you know doesn't open up with like a fucking RKO yeah. <laughs> and they actually start fresh and they have energy from the jump. I think it could be pretty great to see. Yeah. For the nostalgia factor. Whose idea but, was it to kick the match off with an RKO? Like, oh, we've got an empty well, building. We I can mean, literally have him come from nowhere. That would kind yeah. of... Like how Phoenix did with that kick. Just... Yeah. Um, so we move on to Seth Rollins... Um, actually, later later on, he found a new disciple, but um, he comes out with Murphy, ends up in a match with Humberto Carrillo, of all people. I saw that coming. I don't know why I saw it coming. I was like, watch, Humberto, uh, and sure shit. You know why? Because why? Ray's his idol. Because <laughs> Ray, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say because it's fucking WWE and it's fucking predictable. Oh. <laughs> Tell like it is, Trav. I mean, it was a good match anyway. Yeah, no. It was a nice way to start the show. Um. Then, of course. No, I didn't get to see it. Oh. Well. <laughs> it's raw, you, bro. Stars. You're not missing a lot. You didn't get to see the next segment because the Charlotte train steamed through again. Uh, this oh, time for Ruby Riot. Christ. Can she just fucking like go away? Please. I don't understand this. And then what happened to this invitation? Was it not one person? Now it's everybody? Is she or is she not NXT? Oh, she's on like, all three understand. brands because she's the hardest working woman in WWE. Fuck off. <laughs> and now there's that new wildcard rule, too. So. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, what the fuck is... But it's... I thought it was, like, one person. 
Yeah, it's and isn't it, it supposed to be one person a month? Yeah, and it's like it's obviously Corbin. So what the fuck is this broad doing here? Right, and then of all things, you're gonna kill somebody who's returning from injury. But what? By submission too. Of all things, because that doesn't make a baby face look any weaker than tapping out. They they kind of made Liv look a little weak as well. Um, obviously, she lost to Charlotte uh, before, but then they had the promo this week, and she was like, "Did I win? No, but it's okay. Well, no, no, it's not okay. Surely no, it's you should want to win. <laughs> if that's okay, you you're in the wrong business. <laughs> hey, wins and losses don't matter, right? Not in this fucking company. No, the only thing that matters in WWE is if you stare at somebody. Yeah. Um, which, which we'll get to later on. With it. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> more female action as Nia Jax interrupts Asuka. Seems like we're going to get Nia Jax versus Asuka for the, the Raw Women's Championship. Yay. First off, I was loving that celebration for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, and then Nia Oscar comes out and Kyrie Sane an are like problem. the only, yeah, they're the only decent thing going on right now in the women's division. But yeah, of course, it's going to be Nia. It's heaven forbid. Well, of course, she's going to get a title shot because she stared at the champion. Well, yeah. For me, for me, it's like the only thing interesting on Raw for me is Oscar. Yeah, that's about it. I'm slightly confused as to if she's a face or a heel at the moment, though. I'm assuming she's a face. Yeah. Um, especially after that very celebration with turn. Becky, and obviously Nia's definitely a heel. I was going to say, that was a very weird turn, just out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm a heel, but Becky's pregnant, so now I'm a face. But I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not, because we all like babies, eh? All right. Becky, Becky. <laughs> and with that, ask her as a face. <laughs> Yep, just like that. <laughs> um, MVP is obviously sticking around, and it seems like he's now in a solely a managerial role. Hopefully, he's actually retired from the ring now for the fifth, sixth time. And that's just since he's been back in WWE. Right. Um, so he's picked Lashley as his client and is obviously becoming in between him and Lana. Uh, which she wasn't very happy about backstage. That seems to be the only thing she does every week now is just scream. Yeah, that's uh, I don't fucking get it. Like, well, she she's not very she's not a very good actress, but at least she can scream on demand. Excuse me. That's yeah, that's that's a little bit sure. of a rabbit hole. We'll not go down that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What is this fucking show? Like, this stuff just blows my mind. Like, that's that's her thing. She fucking just screams. Like, uh, okay, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know why the fuck you're freaking out about nothing. You're barely on goddamn TV. You're all over fucking Instagram and TikTok. Just get the fuck out of here. It's bullshit. And, and this episode was really weird because everybody seems to be making up their own rules and making their own matches. And uh, Right? So Edge and Randy pretty much booked their own rematch. Um... Seth nice. booked a match between Murphy and Umberto, and Lashley has now got a world title shot against Drew just because he stared at him from a distance. What is, uh, like, Dexter Loomis should be challenging everybody there. 
I mean every fucking buddy. Referees, cameramen. <laughs> that's the official new challenge. I'm fucking going to look at you. Dexter Loomis is challenging everybody. Yeah. That stuff is ridiculous. Uh, will he squash truth? Does, does that warrant a title shot? Why are you killing oh, the absolutely. only thing worth watching? <laughs> he keeps calling out Tom Brady every week. I fucking love it. Yeah. I'm going to sack you. And then and then they have to ruin it. He means, like, don't ruin the joke anymore. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm sick of it. Let us get the joke. Guess what? Teddy P says this all the time. If you, if you don't understand it, it's not meant for you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure people know that Tom Brady's got nothing to do with WWE and truth actually means grunk. Yeah. We know he's an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> that That's kind of his gimmick, Vince. You gave dumb it to shit, him. Remember? I was about to say, yeah, you booked him like that. Fucking dumbass. It's not It's Vince not like is... in the Royal Rumble he brings out a ladder and they go, he actually thinks it's money in the bank. He doesn't think it's... Yeah, we, yeah, we get the joke. I thought that was Kip Sabian on AEW today. <laughs> Maybe yesterday. I was like, what are you doing? Are you doing the new truth? Oh, he's just going to sit up there. What the fuck did you bring that damn ladder for? But Yeah, there's no ladder match booked. I don't... Apart from the casino ladder match. Yeah, but it's like, dude, you're you're extra early, bro. So there's no ladder match until Saturday. Why is there a ladder hanging around? This isn't WWE he, where they have 20 ladders for two weeks. He brought it with him. <laughs> Everywhere we go, I take my ladder. The other one. So they're like, oh, I'm going to go get another one. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was so close to um, being ready to celebrate for the Iconics because I thought they were going to win the Tag Team Championships this week. Um, but what we got instead was Peyton screwing up, uh, losing the match, getting slapped in the face, and then they immediately make up. Flame. I want to ask my wife, do this, does this really happen? Do women really act like this? Yeah, they can scream and shout at each other, but as soon as they slap one another, okay, I'm sorry. Sla- like slapping is too far. Immediate remorse. Like, let's hug it out. I'm just fucking baffled. I don't understand what's the point in... I never really understood the Iconics to begin with. They're... They're lesbian. Deliberately annoying. And I love it. (laughs) Definitely not lesbian, (laughs) but... uh, I can't fucking stand them. They're lesbians. Can you not stand them because of the gimmick? Like fucking married. Hey, I can't remember which one. One of them was fucking married to Sean yeah, Spears. Peyton, Peyton Royce. The hotter one. <laughs> did that guy ever fucking score? Goddamn. Only thing he did score. Right? Jeez. <laughs> they're rebuilding him again, though, in AEW at least. But it's, they're having to do it with the same way they started building him with Cody. Yeah. I don't hate it, but... But they're rebuilding him exactly as he started, as a jobber. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. Um, I, I do really hope this isn't leading to an Iconics breakup, though, because they, they, they're a package. You can't separate those two. Oh, God, no. You would... Ugh. And speaking what? of TikTok, I hate the damn thing, but I was mesmerized by their, their video that went viral this week of the dance. Obviously, it's a dance, it's TikTok. 
Oh, them or little, the one with Otis? The, 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 uh, the, the, the ooh na 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 one. I don't know the song. I don't know TikTok. Uh, I'm 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 thirty people. <laughs> the little oh my, bro. Fucking, uh, that little foot tap. That's dance the one. Song. Yeah, it was flawless. Yeah. I never. I don't have TikTok, but I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, I was mesmerized by it. I literally watched it repeatedly, and then the song got stuck <laughs> in my head, and I hate that because I don't know the song. And and it's also a quote TikTok song. I'm yep. sounding like such an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trip, bro. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I've actually, I get that feeling all the time. You know, looking back now, I realize it was a very female-heavy night uh, because we then had the submission match between Shayna and Natalia, which Shayna was obviously going to win. Four minutes under four minutes. Yeah. What is up with this shit? Like, everything is quick as fuck. Three minutes, three minutes, four minutes. Are we, are you, are we not a wrestling show? I think it's because they get so hot. Because it's so hot in that building and they've got one fan. That giant <laughs> ceiling fan. That oh, really doesn't say, seem was, to do was, its job very well. I was going to say, you mean Jake Atlas? The, the one fan from NXT? That was the only fan in the fucking stands. But okay, actual metal fan. Got it. Yeah, an, an actual rotating fan. Oh, yeah, the giant helicopter. Yeah. That they don't fucking, like, I don't think it's ever really turned on. You know, I think it just spins. It doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> it's like, this is going to keep the air flowing. What air? They may as well have just stuck a giant John Cena belt on the ceiling. But somebody's got to spin it, though. That's the problem. That's the downside with it, if it would have been the belt. It's like, you're tempted to spin it. Like, who's going to reach? Well, it spins from the gust of how quickly the matches happen. Hence why they all move very yeah. slow. Uh, I, I don't know what they're doing with Natty. She goes through these weird cycles of jobbing out, and then all of a sudden she'll get a women's title match that she'll obviously lose, and then she'll start jobbing out again. They um, feel bad for Owen. Yeah, they just want Natalia there because she's a heart, basically. But that okay, I I don't want to like jump ship on that. But after I saw that, did oh, I'm like slowly starting to feel way different about this fucking company. Right. After the Montreal screw job, after fucking just there's that one. There's the way they handled, uh, fuck this. Like, who in the fuck sues the widow? What kind of fucking just so you didn't have to pay as much. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you're a tone lady. Oh, my God, dude. That blew me the fuck away. Like, first off, your dumbass agreed to, like, set this thing up. And the lady asked the question. Her tone was, all right. I would have been yelling at this dude. What in the fuck is your problem hooking this dude up to that? Vince that would have been my really fucking question. He's royalty, doesn't he? He thinks he walks on water. He is the second coming. That's what he thinks. Yeah. He thinks he's the second coming. And it's like, you know what, dude? If that's your fucking mentality, I I legitimately cannot wait for you to be done and just go off into the sunset, if you will, if that's what it'll be. I mean, we've always kind of known that Vince is a shady businessman and he's made some horrible, questionable, inhuman decisions over the years. 
Um, well, yeah, so a they, man died in your fucking ring. You kept the show going. Yeah, I mean, so it really wasn't surprising some of the things that were on on the show. Because it's like, yeah, I guess they weren't Vince. as yeah, yeah. Um, we're almost like enablers as fans, though, because we kind of know about all this shit and we still watch it and endorse it. I, yeah. But I also think that we are like over the top now about safety. We're so concerned now yeah. as fa- as fans. We used to, oh my God, it fucking killed the guy, dumped him on his head, whatever. Now it's like, why in the world are you dumping him on his head? The whole thing with with the with the clip as well. Like they they changed the rigging company. Is that what they were saying? So they went for a cheaper rigging company. They went a cheaper rigging company. A release. I don't a, know why because all you had to do was use the old rig, and then while you're unhooking him, show the video package. I wouldn't. You know, thank you, thank you. That, that would have solved everything. Or, it would have. It really would have. And at the same time you're not going to like write down or have an idea of what it is this first team used. And then if you're going to go cheap, you get cheaper people and then you go get the shit yourself. Then boom, it's cheaper. Then, Hey, safety isn't compromised, you know, and we saved our fucking money. But no, this was like apparently one that went on a boat and it was meant for like the mass to go up with a quickness when a sail catches it. It's meant for sailboats. Yeah, she, she and it holds. Like, she uh, she showed us the actual lock and how quickly she, and how easily it releases. It's just insane. How much cheaper could they really finger. be? How much money could they really have saved? Just oh uh, yeah, on a on a clasp. Like oh my god, I don't know. Anyway, I, that just you can you can walk into my like um, an outdoor store where they sell stuff for mountain climbing and stuff and you can actually get ones that like screw in and screw out even Nate that would have been safer I was gonna say like the fucking cheapy ass ones that go on your goddamn ring like your your uh, your your car keys yeah that people like to attach their belt I guarantee you that thing would have held way better than that fucking thing it takes a few seconds to unscrew it but nope it looks bad it looks bulky the look the look the look sting how, long, how often did sting do that how often did Sting fly Every down week. from the Raptors? And he did it so quickly, too. He literally shot down. He did, and that's what they wanted. Yeah, did it look weird? He's sitting there taking the thing off? Sure, but guess what? He also looks like a badass because he's holding the bat. Bink, <laughs> bink. It's great. That's crazy as well. I was still, like, finding things out after 21 years. But the thing that I think kills me is the fact that they saw, like, they walked the building, and like the the first the picture they keep showing, you just see where he landed. Yeah, and it's it's so like it's just one of those images that's immediately fried in your brain. This man died here as we were just trying to watch a show. It's just it's mind boggling. Like I do remember watching the show live. And I've watched it back afterwards. I don't remember seeing the bloodstain. Like, it never occurred to me there's a bloodstain in the ring. Or on the apron. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I, I'll have to go back and try to watch that. But, like, it just the, the dock itself just... Wow. Um, one of the things that really got me um, 
we've never been a fan of Kevin Dunn. But just the way he delivered oh, the news thank to you. JR and then said, okay, you're back in 10 seconds. Whoa. I feel so bad for JR. I feel so bad for him. It, it was bad but enough he had, he had to, to make that announcement on, on a live pay-per-view, but with 10 seconds notice. On top of that, you have a guy yelling in your ear telling you to do your job. Yeah. When you know damn well this show should be done. It was, and then just to hear how how bad like King was. He, they said he was whiter than a ghost. Mm. Like he could not believe what he had just saw, and he's and then they turn around, and he and Jr's giving the news, and and then I saw King's face, and I'm like, what in the fuck? They really just went on with the show. Like, look at this man's face. This is your color commentator. He's not excited to be here. And he's supposed to just give the action. No fucks given. Not for the performers that go on after. Not for the man that fell. Not for the people that have to just can pretend to just it's okay and keep working. If I remember correctly, I think Vince was in the main event too because it was like wasn't he and Shane the two referees? Oh, God, I'm looking at the line. Job finish with Taker and Austin. So Vince probably thought, you know what? If, if I can go out there, so can everybody else. Mm-hmm. Because that's his mentality. Let's see. Uh, over the edge, 1999. One sec. I know the. Get out of here. Shane McMahon was the special guest referee. That's it, yeah. Um, and I think Vince came out and it was a roll-up or something, so he, he kind of backed Austin into Shane or into Taker, and Shane did a quick counter. It was something like that. It was a screw job finish, too. Um, and Taker won the, t- won the belt. Wow. The show must go on. And you have your top heel beat your top face for the world championship in the main event. Send the fans because, all happy, right? Yeah, because you know, we just gave we just served you a big old cup of shit, but we're calling it chocolate ice cream. Let's put some sprinkles on it for you. I mean, they could have easily just done that match. Well, they couldn't have done it the next night because that was a tribute show, but they could have done it the next week or something, and then we still would have got the awesome rematch at Fully Loaded, uh, which is still one of my favorite underrated pay per views. Fully Loaded, Agreed. not not over the edge. I was like, not over there. Yeah, I better, I better clear that one up. Um, so yeah, that that was that that put the dark in dark side of the ring. Yeah, it uh, ended. That was a good way to end, but uh, they definitely left you wanting more. That's for sure. Yeah, the only thing it didn't really change for me was the the stance on not having Owen in the Hall of Fame. I understand. You know, obviously, she doesn't want anything to do with WWE, but it's not about Vince. It's about the fans. The fans obviously want him in the Hall yeah. of Fame. That's thank, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm not, like, I fully understand. I fully get it, like, I do. But you explain it perfectly. Like, you got to think about us. I mean, she too, doesn't even you know have to I mean? go because Brett will accept it for him. Yeah, like. You don't, yeah, you don't need to be there, and that's fine. You don't, like, you don't, you shouldn't be there. You absolutely should not be there. 
but let yeah let Brett do it. You know, maybe maybe Natalia or whatever might be there for a sec or whatever. But just it's for us. And I mean the guys, the people that loved him, the people that are are upset by how this entire thing was treated, by the fact that this guy was. And, and Jericho explained it perfectly, by the way. He said, imagine what would have happened if Owen didn't die. And yeah. then they had the surgeons of Jericho, Guerrero, Benoit, the, all these guys. And here comes the cruiserweight division. He would have excelled. Oh, and Angle would have been amazing. Oh, my Lord. <sighs> Owen Hart and, Angle, and Kurt Angle. Could you imagine the masterpiece those guys would have put on? Or Owen and Eddie? Or Owen and Benoit? And I think as good as the Owen-Brett match was at WrestleMania 10, all of those matches would have topped that. Easily. Because the fact is, is nobody could really hang with Owen for a long time. He was way ahead of the curve. Yeah. He, <clears throat> he was a new millennium wrestler in the 90s. In the 90s. And he fucking killed it. I'm trying to watch. Like, we're watching him now in the retro stuff all the time. He, t- you know, he, because he's always got tag matches and stuff. But he's, like, beyond athletic. It's fucking great. It's like, it's easy to hate the guy because he's such a shit talker right now. And it's great. But he is just leaps and bounds over a lot of these other workers. And I mean, like, we're praising guys like Mark Merrow for how good they're working for these other just because that's how it was in WWF in the 90s. You were this. Everybody was just slow. You had a certain move set. You didn't do nothing crazy. Everybody's cool, fun move was they clotheslined over the top rope. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah, like Taker had his flying clothesline. Stone Cold did the Delufez press, followed by the elbow drop. They all had their little... Um, lost the word. Signatures. Routines, routines. They all have their routine of moves, or a comeback, as it's called in the games. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the one thing I never really understand about Dark Side of the Ring is where, how do they get this the WWE footage? Because you'd think Vince wouldn't want anything to do with it. They record it off of a television. So that's how you get past copyright. <laughs> Right? That's what I said. I was like, okay, that's fucking great. But no, like when I heard that, I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's that way because it looks grittier and all this stuff. And yeah, you can't be hit for copyright. Like, oh, we're recording on television. What do you mean? You can even like crop out or zoom in and crop out the the watermarks and the logos. Mm Mm-hmm. Clever. (laughs) They were badass on Vice and Dark Side of the Ring for that one. The the only thing I will say about Vice is they, we've got this really serious documentary going on about a guy who died in the ring after falling from the ceiling. And they keep showing in the corner porn in the age of COVID-19. <laughs> what? Can you not advertise something else or just <laughs> plug that at a different time? Okay, I'm not going to lie. It's like that's a downside with Vice because like you'll be watching whatever and then you'll get that like a porn <laughs> reference or you know, a documentary of the, you know, the porn star or, uh, or my personal favorites, like, uh, what's the fucking, uh, there's a goddamn, what's his fucking name? There's a rapper that has his show on there. He's like, calls it the most expensiveness or whatever the fuck. 
And all he does is like 90% of the shit he does, it's he's like spending like $20,000 on weed and shit. And I'm like, well, who in the fuck for like a little bit of weed or like a cigar <laughs> full of weed? I'm like, because it's 20 grand. Oh, it's the it's the ambiance. I'm like, the, the what? Whatever. I wish I had stupid money to blow on crap. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so going back to Raw, obviously Natalia lost to Shayna and then lost her shit. Um, and smashed up. Kevin Owens is finally back, and she smashed up the set for the Kevin Owens show. Hey, why is she throwing fits all of a sudden? Because she's always like losing. <laughs> what I mean, like last week, yeah, she's like good. stomping the ground, and I swear to God, it was my toddler in the ring. Yeah, she has an outburst like that, like once every other year. Yeah. Wait till she meets Charlotte That's... again. Yeah. Because you know she's coming back every fucking week. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, Kevin Owens was injured um, at WrestleMania. That's why we haven't seen him since then. And that's probably why Seth got the title shot against Drew, even though he lost a match at Romania. Um, but we'll scrape that one under the rug for now. Um, and we ended up getting a tag team match between a, a random tag team of Kevin Owens and Apollo Crews against Andrade and uh, Angel Gaza. <clears throat> and that's when we get to Austin Fury getting kicked out of... They haven't even got a stable name, just Seth's Disciples. Yeah. That, that'll do, Seth's Disciples. Right. Cause I, I don't know what... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck else you want to call it. Wait, no, Austin he didn't get kicked out of the Seth Disciples. He got kicked out of... Uh, he got kicked out of... Oh, yeah, the, 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 I, I'm getting ahead of myself because he joined Seth's group later on. Um, yeah, the, the the U.S. version of, uh, of Los Ingernables. Yeah, and now they can't call oh, themselves Triple A. AAA. Yeah, they're, now they're Double A. Arn but that's gone too. Oh. And he can't even have A-double. <laughs> they can't do shit. <laughs> Zelina's boys... That sounds so bad. <laughs> like a knockoff of Jersey Boys or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't think Austin Fury was the weakest one in the group, really. No, he fit fine. It it's actually surprising that they've dropped him so quickly. Um, we really want a Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not Mexican enough, bro. See you later. You're you're too you're too American. <laughs> sure. Um, maybe maybe they just needed somebody else for Seth's group, and they thought, eh, screw it, take but this I guy out of another group. He, I thought he was done. I thought he was going back to NXT. Like that was the rumor around everything. Is is Austin Theory's going to go back to NXT, and then nah, you can hang out with Seth. Um. Maybe that may have been the initial plan. I think maybe Vince is just really impressed with him. It, is it now? Is it Vince or is it Paul Heyman? Because Paul Heyman's been the guy that's been pulling the trigger for some of these new guys to hang around. Yeah, that would that would make sense because Vince probably doesn't even know who Austin Fury is. No, but he's probably like, "Oh, you look good, kid. Let's see how you do for three weeks." So, Vince, what do you want to do about Austin? What? Austin's back. No, no, Austin Theory. Oh, who's Not that? Not the bald guy. 
<laughs> Does he have a beard? Oh, I, don't, I don't have to take a bump? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a bump anyway. Prevent yourself. I'm taking a damn bump. <laughs> so how was that uh, axe-throwing match? Oh, or whatever. Jeez. <laughs> he said, we brought, you, we brought you the smoke. I fucking died. When they when they said that and they turned and showed the fire, I'm I'm not gonna say that the the segments mm. are without comedy because there are some funny moments. It's just I just don't know why we're doing this. Why are we having ridiculous contests when they can just wrestle? Because then, in WWE tag teams are a fucking joke to Vince McMahon. I don't think it even has to be tag teams. I remember when Matt. And MVP did a whole basketball thing back in the day too, mm-hmm. and an arm wrestling contest and something else. Well, I mean, I can, I mean, I can understand like the arm wrestling, and I can understand the basketball thing with MVP. I mean, hell, when MVP comes out, he didn't. He used to like act like he was just throwing a fucking baller. Yeah, ball in. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I could see that because it plays into his gimmick. Um, the arm wrestling, you know, everybody wants to fucking arm wrestle to see who the strongest man is. So I can understand that, but and it's another form of wrestling, whatever. But fucking, <laughs> and now, <laughs> but now it's like. Basketball games with two big fat white guys? Yeah, no. And then axe throw it? Like, okay, that's just stupid. Like, why? Yeah. It, it's still not as good as uh, Stone Cold and Eric Bischoff in pig pen fun. <laughs> you win when you throw your opponent into a pig pen. Love it. Love it. <laughs> The Don't red. bring up the, the, the pig crap to, to Triple H, though. He'll, he'll, he'll deny Henry Godwin all day long. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the redneck triathlon. Actually, Henry Godwin reminds me of a great Owen Hart line when he was on commentary one time. It might have been the Royal Rumble. So Henry Godwin comes in the ring, and Owen just says, Henry Godwin brings a goat to the ring, and Owen says, Get that smelly goat out of there. He stinks worse than the hillbillies. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that was great. And actually, I think that was Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> now that I, I like, I'm like, I, I'm seeing Owen in a, uh, yeah, he was like in a suit. Yeah, I think it must have been 98. I want to say that was sooner, though. I want to say it was a show we had just watched. I, because I remember there was, we had, there was commentary. There was the goat, and they were complaining. Maybe that, that might have been King. It might it might have been later on, but yeah. <laughs> but no, they loved the goat. They loved to bring the goats. Yeah, and they stunk. Maybe not as bad as the kennel from hell, but they stunk. Oh God, that fucking kennel from hell. Good. Oh Lord. Oh yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. No. Um, we, well, speaking of not looking forward to things, we had the main event of the much-anticipated Baron Corbin. Um, 
I mean, we've already been through Lashley coming up on the stage, and now he's got a title shot of Backlash. I don't. I still don't know why they chose Baron Corbin to come over from SmackDown when they could have chosen anybody. Vince loves him. I know. I don't understand it. He's a he's a handsome man. Oh, he's not. <laughs> I don't. I, I say this about Baron Corbin all the time. He is a a big boss man wannabe. And then on top of that, he's like never in shape, so he has to wrestle with a shirt on. So it's I, I just yeah he doesn't his promos are garbage. They are written out for him, and then he his delivery is just the worst. And then on top of that, you got to turn around and understand the fact that you can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. So after the the match of backlash was announced on WWE on Fox. Uh, Facebook account, I think it was Facebook. I just laughed. The majority of the comments were, oh, it's an Impact rematch, or is this for the Impact World Championship? And I'm just thinking, you know they were both in WWE before Impact, right? No. (laughs) No, they only started watching wrestling like five years ago. Probably. That's how I seem like, I feel like most fans are... They're new to like they're not as like hard. I wouldn't want to say hardcore, but they're not as like into wrestling as I as I would think. And it's and I think it's because a lot of these guys, they missed the boat like they they are after the attitude era. They got into it like they 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 knew when it was bad. So they ignored wrestling. Then somebody got them into it all late. They probably missed the punk era. And so this is the shit they got to live in. Well, I feel bad for wrestling fans that never experienced the punk era. Right? It was revolutionary. That's, that's just that's putting it lightly, man. Like he was a game changer. That's and personally I feel like he should like his he had a different mentality when he was like WWE had a different mentality when he was there. They had a different feel when he was there. Yeah. The day he left, it changed. But he did open the doors, like if it wasn't for Yes. Punk forcing them to take a small guy seriously. You wouldn't have Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan in the main event, Kofi Kingston as WWE champion, things like that. Yeah. He did leave an impact and make people think a little different about guys. You don't have and that's to be good because nearly seven feet, 250 pounds. Yeah, and he was the one that was trying to push for Daniel to get a main event. And like, dude, now's the time. Yeah. And they shockingly listened to him. <laughs> But they were still going to book him against Triple H like an asshole. Uh, because it, to make up for Triple H uh, pinning, beating Punk at Night of Champions, which he never should have done. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that makes perfect sense to beat the, this guy with a fucking retiree. I, I'm sure Punk actually said, um, yeah, but you're going to win at WrestleMania. I don't care. I should have won the first time. Exactly. <laughs> But you're in the main event. No, I'm not. The main event's the last fucking match. Like, I'm in the <sighs> fucking third to last match. That's not the main event. I hate One that. of them. Oh. There's three main events. No, there's one main event. One. Don't don't paint it up as something that it's not. It's a big you match. You want to call a co, like, co-main event if you want to be, like, an asshole? Fine. I'll, I'll give you that. But don't tell me there's more than two. At the most, like you're gonna, oh, there's we got three, four main events. They're main event caliber. No, they're not. If they were main event caliber, they would be the main event. 
the only time they actually told the truth was Money in the Bank. We had two main events going on at the same time. Yeah. If you want to call that that. <laughs> well, I mean, it ended in a ring. Kind of. Sure. It ended in the ring with like a football move. I yeah. caught it. It's mine. Yeah, ducky. Ugh. Okay. He uh, and Braun Strowman better not be fucking coming friends, because like that's gonna make me mad. Ugh. This things like this are why we don't discuss SmackDown. Well, that and because by the time this episode goes out, there's another episode tomorrow of SmackDown. So good. Because they moved it to Fridays, it makes it difficult for us to discuss SmackDown and stay. Ahead that's of fine because it's almost never worth talking about anymore. Exactly. Uh, I yeah, I'm still. Smackdown less for several months. boy, And I'm fine with it. Um, but replacing Smackdown in my schedule has become Impact. Oh um, my god. That fucking opening match. Good god, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, and still not the biggest Ace Austin fan, but yeah. <laughs> he has to be growing on you at least a little bit. No, I just find him... <laughs> okay, I can give you that. But that you gotta, you gotta give him credit for absolutely just throwing himself completely out of the ring into the floor to dodge a fucking gore. <laughs> uh, well, I did kind of think... <sighs> Rhino's really slowing down. He really is. Like, he, he's... He... Definitely doesn't have much left in him, I'd say. No. And I can't really say it's because he's maybe not as small as he used to be because he's never been small. Right. Yeah, I think he's just getting to that point where he can't be Rhino anymore. Yeah. So, in other words, he probably has like another, what, six years in him? (laughs) Yeah. If that, um, but and then the, this whole gimmick with Moose is just getting better by the week. It gets better the more Josh Matthews pushes it. <laughs> <laughs> because again, why am I agreeing with Josh Matthews? Why is he the only person talking? To him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, like, he's, like, on fucking commentary, just, like, arguing with his fucking wife. Yeah. Do, <laughs> do they break kayfabe or anything? Do they, like, address the fact that they're married on air? Because I've never heard them do it, and they bicker. No. So... No, like, it, it was funny because um, they made a, uh, um, well, I can't, I'm trying to think of what the... What what why they were talking about it? But it, Madison Rain was like just saying, and something about um he could never even get a kiss, let alone yes. anything else, and uh, how they're not friends. And then um, then there was another thing about they were talking about like social media and Twitter and how uh, he. Josh Matthews was saying how, like, um, you can really get to know the personal life and get to know all this, these people and all this talent 
yeah, on a personal level through social media. And he was like, that's why, hey, hey, I know so much about you, who Madison. And she's like, no, that's because you're a fucking stalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do you fucking live with the guy? <laughs> Yeah, but it's hilarious. Like, I absolutely hate her on commentary, but I love their interaction, though. Yeah, she's not the best commentator. I mean, I've heard worse. Um, but, yeah, when she uh, shoots Josh down, that's what makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like how the... He gets so irritated with Moose being the TNA champion. And then it's you go once the match starts and he's starting to call the match. He's like just calling them names and all this and that. And she just completely calls him out on it. Oh, so now you'll say it, but you won't <laughs> say it to me. Thanks. <laughs> Very brave of you to say it all the way over here. Yeah. Um, again, nice to see Crazy Steve back, and he's actually being well, kind of taken seriously. At least he's not being jobbed out to anybody. Um, got the win over Dave Christ Christ this week. Um, and Matt Fulton seems to have left OBE now, so the whole group is kind of imploding uh, after Sammy Callahan turned on him. Yeah, that not a shocker there. I, I mean, I kind of thought they would stay together. I thought he would kind of like take charge and become the new leader. Mm. And they were even teasing about there being a new leader. But now it just seems like they're just going to scrap them all together. Yeah. Or there is a new leader, and then it'll just build a feud, and maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know enough TNA to know. (laughs) Well, I need to know where the hell all these tattoos came from on TJP. Like he, yeah, he left WWE last year bare-chested, and now he's absolutely covered. He's got two sleeves, his chest is done. Yeah. Did he just spend all the money he got from WWE on ink? It had to have. Because <laughs> he wasn't in, wasn't there long enough to make anything more than that. Yeah, that's true. He had a couple little things on his arm. I'm like looking at it right now as compared to holy jesus yeah it's <laughs> wow dude what in the world it's like unless he, just he got into lucky a lot of ink and just like a little bit amount of time it's like he just walked into a studio uh, one day and went i want everything unless he got lucky like i did and i i went from having like barely any tattoos to being completely fucking covered because my wife does tattoos, so yeah. I went on a little binge, T- and TGP. I got it all for free. TGP married a tattoo artist. <laughs> there you go. Um, main event then. Yeah, it is main event. Uh, well, no, actually, we did miss the uh, X Division Championship, Willie Mack and Johnny Swinger, but as again, uh, we. 
talked about Johnny Swinger last week, and I'm still not sure how to take him. Uh, I ain't got a clue, man. <laughs> I ain't got a clue. And then they're like talking about like, um, I heard rumors about like Kiara Hogan try. They're like trying to recruit her or something, and she's like, no. Well, she did. She did her own recruiting this week. Yeah, it was weird because like she was like um, talking shit about her. I don't. I, I don't remember her name, but she was just like talking shit about her on Twitter, and then like two days later, she's like, "Okay, maybe we'll just team up." I'm like, "All right, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the new girl that debuted last week. Yeah, that's what I'm um, gonna call a new girl. <laughs> what what is the this fact right the center or um, what what is it? Jo- Joseph P. Ryan's gimmick. Can- yeah, cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yeah, fucking um, Katie Forbes is in there, and here's my little cheap plug uh, for Michael Larkin, and he just. Uh, they interviewed her for the LFC podcast, and they actually just talked about it. And she's like, kind of like, fucking hates the gimmick because she likes being naked. So <laughs> <laughs> she has, <laughs> she can't, she can't come out. She can't, she has to actually wear a bunch of clothes and like a turtleneck and not allowed to twerk. And she's like, but she says it's fun though. So. Is um, different. Well, new girl is Tasha Steeles. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, Kiara had the greatest pitch ever. So it was basically, if I don't like a bitch, I'm gonna snatch a bitch. But if I do like a bitch, then that bitch is gonna get snatched. Okay, <laughs> let's team up. <laughs> yeah. See, like, she's fucking great, and I love it. I love it. Uh, so yeah, their main event was of course Elgin and Callahan um, for the the next spot in the tournament to face uh, Impact World Championi Tessa Blanchard. Um, and surprisingly, Elgin goes over Callahan. Yeah, I I was shocked, but I was disappointed at the same time. Yeah, I I don't know why because I. I've never liked Sammy Callahan, but I think for some reason I like Michael Elgin less. Yeah, I don't know what it is here. about him. He looks like a. I've been using this term ever since I freaking heard it from MJF calling uh, Jungle Boy a dollar store Tarzan. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, to me. Hey, Elgin is like a dollar store rip-off version of Ryback. Oh, that's bad. That's a low blow. That That's the way I see it. That's why I see it. I don't know Michael Elgin looks... very well. I don't want that... to. Oh, man, that kind of makes him a Shit. 50 cents version of Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Like, I don't know how bad Michael Elgin is right now in Impact. I'm sure he's god-awful because... He's not a bad wrestler. He's not bad. He's not bad. It's just... He's unlikable. When I say that, it's more or less 
the his look. He looks like a dollar store version of freaking Ryback. Mm. But he's way bigger. I, I just I don't know. There's just something about him I just just don't like. So he's I kind an arrogant of, asshole. Yeah, he is a very kind arrogant of, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he he tells he a story out, on one of these like shoot interviews about how he could uh, how he could win a hundred bucks from one of the other wrestler guys if he peed on a girl. <laughs> so he tells this whole story about it. Okay. And it's like okay, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like you're you really are an asshole. I mean, could you imagine like the giant back in? WCW coming out in sequence. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, I can. It's a joke. <laughs> but it just wouldn't do good for the character. Oh, God, no. I fucking Elgin comes out in fucking sequence. I gotta watch this fucking whatever the hell. That's like, it. That's it, it. it comes crazy. out looking like Big Daddy Shirley Crabtree. Yeah. Minus the top out. In the world. It's like, hey, it's like fucking uh, Ryback and Elton John had a baby. (laughs) That baby I don't want to see. New finishing move, candle in the wind. I guess I gotta respond to that rash on the ass of life that is Moses Marquez. Here we go. Moses Marquez, you wanna talk about the fact that you're still gonna be here? Well, for three years, I have been here. 
Dazzy Lee, Dazzy Dangerously, the captain, the man behind Max Wrestling, the man that does the logos, the man that does the graphics, the man that makes us look good. Talk about the co-founder of the Phoenix, former knowledge champion, former Mr. Money in the Bank. I'm talking about the Butcher, and yes, Butcher will willingly admit that he is a pain in the ass, but there's no doubt his talents, and there's no doubt that he has the gift of gab. Now we're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine. We're talking about the walking wrestling cheat sheet. We're talking about the walking wrestling encyclopedia. All names that I've earned. Moses Marquez from the Captain Dazzy Lee. Moses Marquez, you demand respect. Well, I've earned my respect. You want respect, you will come and get it. Moses Marquez, you think I'm not man enough to show up to Promo Mania 6? Well, Promo Mania 6, make sure there's a man to meet. Moses Marquez, the difference between you and I is I can take a break from Max Wrestling and still go do my thing in the podcasting game. You go and take a break from RWT and the guy by the name of Brian Green, which how fitting on the name because when it comes to his podcasting skills, he's green of the goose shit, and you fail. You fall flat on your face and you come back to RWT. Why? Because you're not on my level. You're not even on my level alone, Moses Marquez. Moses Marquez, I'm talking about the team. Talk about the brand. Newsflash, Moses Marquez. I am the fucking brand! Oh, and people have loved us. People have left us. And people have turned their backs on Max Wrestling. Who's been the constant professional? Me! Who's been the guy that's been around? Me! Miss Ant! Well, you were barely holding on to that knowledge championship at Promo Mania. I was the guy who stole the show at Promo Mania. Mike, bro, you needed someone to tell you to wake up. You needed someone to help you gain your confidence back. Even the great Mike Larkin lacks confidence. Even the great Mike Larkin has his doubts. The Shape and I stole the show at Promo Mania. That bout should have been the main event at Promo Mania. Not Travis versus Nikola. We all knew that the Demoness was going to take that promo championship. This bout, Moses, between you and I should have happened at Podcast Promo Rumble 5. But the powers that be, remember Travis the Walker Anderson. You regret that decision. Moses Marquez, you want to talk about the fact that I live in the past? Two-time knowledge champion, promo champion, Mikey Tubelts. Knowledge of promo champion at the same motherfucking time. King of the mic winner, promo climax winner. Moses Marquez, current Iron Bank winner. You need to be no damn knowledge champion, promo champion, Iron Bank. The reason I'm on Promo Mania, I don't even need to be on Promo Mania 6. It's because people like you can't do their job, so people like me have to come the fuck back. Moses Marquez, you need people like me. You need people like me to point the finger and say, that, that's the guy. Moses Marquez, the difference between a guy like me and a guy like you is you can go up to a girl and ask her to the prom. Don't think about it. That's your mouth. She wants to go with a guy like me. Why would she want water here? Would she get out of Mr. Strutter? Why would she want a greasy cheeseburger? Mike Brown, you just gotta sit back and get lazy for a year! Moses Marquez, how dare you? Lazy is not my vocabulary. Killacross, Kelly Klein, Alicia Tuke, Summer Sanders, Christy Knowings, Lance Hoyt, Kid Cash, Rodney Mack, Daniel Pewter, Evan Courageous, Moses Marquez, the grind never stops. I eat, sleep, drink, piss, Max Wrestling. It's in my blood, homeboy. Don't you ever in your life say that I'm lazy? Don't you ever! Question my passion. Moses Marquez, the reason people like you exist is because of people like me. 
fuck out of here. Moses Marquez, who are you? Will you be defined by your words? Will you be defined by your actions? Will you be defined by your performance? Or will you just be defined as statistics? Will you be defined as percentage? Moses Marquez, you're right. We are going to steal the show at 1236. This is our show. Our show. March 25th, 2021. It's Doomsday, Moses Marquez. You say you want me to study hard? You say that you have a year to act? So on NXT so before we get to that let's predict double or nothing put that predictions championship oh on the line god. oh uh, my god I forgot <laughs> I forgot <laughs> you got double yeah. or nothing yeah <laughs> you got talking about fucking WWE and I'm like fucking falling asleep and then boom I finally jumped back into the conversation with Impact, oh, Impact. and now and now Double or nothing. I'm happy about this. See, I'm happy I woke up for this show. Early morning, we wake you up <laughs> gradually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we got worked, the, um, we got nine matches on the card, and nine matches. Looks like with one, one match. is only going to maybe one or two will be pre-show. Well, one's definitely pre-show, and it's private party uh, versus best friends. Uh, the winners get a tag team title shot. So. Uh, we haven't seen Private Party for a while, actually, but I'm going to go with Best Friends just because they've been on TV more. Yeah, I got to go Best Friends also. They've been giving them a solid push lately, and they are more than deserving of a title shot. Best Friends it is. That freaking song's been stuck in my head for two weeks. I got, I got my, I I bought a new phone a couple of weeks ago, and I I downloaded some new ringtones and whatnot. So I have the best friends ringtone. Uh, <laughs> their their theme is my ringtone specifically for my wife, nice. and she gets so fucking mad that <laughs> not not because. Like, she's mad because, like, the song is, like, growing on her. Yeah. And she's also mad that a wrestling theme song is her ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but she's, get, she's getting even, like, the longer it goes on, the more pissed she gets because the more she likes it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, the, the, the funniest one is uh, my alarm ringtone. Like my alarms for, for to do this show is uh, Darby Allen's. That's another good one. It, like if you listen to the words, it just makes it even more great for it to be an alarm. Well, if the problem is the fact that it's a wrestling theme song. Do you know what I just learned? No, I don't. 
Then, <laughs> what about this one? Hey. And how did you know that's Amir's ringtone on my phone? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Um. <laughs> what else can we possibly have on a buy-in? I don't think they're gonna put anything else on the buy-in. To be honest, they could fit eight matches on the full show. Um, I was thinking of anything, maybe like Britt Baker, Chris Statlander. Yeah, well, that's the one I was going to go with next anyway, actually, so we'll go for that one. Um, you don't think they usually do the casino matches on the buy-in. You don't think they're going to, they wouldn't do the ladder match, would they? Not if there's a mystery entrant. Yeah. Which they're, they're really teasing, so I'm I'm thinking that's definitely going to be on the, the main show. Yeah. Um, maybe Dustin and Sean Spears, but we'll do uh, Britt Baker and Chris Statlander first. Um, I'm almost certain they're pushing Britt Baker towards a title match, so I'm going Britt Baker. Hands down, Britt yeah, Baker. Sad. Sadly, sadly enough, I'm going to have to go with Britt also. It's dark. I don't like going against Chris Statlander, <laughs> but... Damn it, I want that fucking title. <laughs> you need to change the belt. To? To anything different. They just did the new design, because this, this little toy belt thing is starting to drive me bananas. Oh, yeah, the size is crazy. Especially for a second, I thought, oh, therefore, I, I got confused by what you were talking about there for a second. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with the prediction title? <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> I was talking about the women's title. It's just this little fucking yeah. toy. Especially on Nyla, it looks like a ring. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why they went for such a small design. Maybe, I, I know, like, back in the 70s or whatever, there was tiny belts, but come on, even that's too small. That's the whole thing. Like, you're going to pay homage to, to the one of the biggest world championships we've ever had, and then you're going to give the women's this little fucking... Little dinker. Maybe they just ran out of gold. Probably. Tony Khan's like, that's the limit. <laughs> what? But no, that's the limit. Like, what the? Oh, well, cut it in half. We're, we're going to need some for the TNT championship, too, so make it even smaller. Oh, yeah. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, we've got to save some of that, man. Just keep chopping down. I'm so excited to see that title belt. Yeah. I... As am I. Same with the World Championship. I love the fact that they're not showing us until the actual night. Perfect. Yeah. As it should be. Um, okay. Next one is probably going to be just as predictable as the last two. MJF versus Jungle Boy. MJF. Yeah. <laughs> All the fucking way. By the way, his match with Marco, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then, He's of course. He's selling his ass off. I love how he's yelling at Tony Schiavone. You tell him that this is Jungle Boy's fate. I'm not telling him that, you big mouth jerk. The funny thing <laughs> was, though, he said kiss the ring and then gave him, like, an overhead punch. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, yeah. You didn't even we'll hit him with the ring. Him. Uh, he, he, poor guy, man. He, MJF made him eat his own boogers. Oh, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Great. And then Boy, I feel so bad. 
I, I feel so bad for Marco sometimes, but damn, it's it's so fucking good though. I ate some boogers, bro. But no, Wardlow almost dying on the steps. <laughs> oh my I like, god, I fucking died laughing. I did make it over, that damn far. Oh god, that was hilarious. Like he just like you could just see his life just flash before his eyes <laughs> and then and then next thing you know he comes to and finally catches his balance and then boom Luchasaurus is in his face he's like don't fuck with me right now <laughs> oh, yeah, I almost died bro can you just give me a break but then the funniest part is MJF behind him is like get out of here right now just screaming <laughs> at the top of his lungs he's like this is great pretty sure MJF was born with a microphone in his hand oh yeah definitely well, oh, I wouldn't say born but, but at least you know what? Four or five? Rosie O'Donnell. You know. Yeah, right, bro. His first <laughs> toy was a rattle. He thought it was a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he took inspiration from the whack. All right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, little MJF. Okay, uh, where are we going next? Uh, I, you know, let's let's go with the women. No DQ, no count out. So basically, no holds barred. For the world, Women's World Championship, I like the fact that they put world in it. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. Um, I like Shida, but I don't really see Rose dropping the belt just yet. I was thinking the same thing. Hikaru Shida is great, but the way it's the fact that it's a no DQ, it already just means Nyla's going to kill her. Yes, but also the fact that Shida. Uh, was the last woman standing on Dynamite. Yeah, the track. You don't ever look good the night before and then turn around and win. Yeah. You don't leave uh, the champion lane and then beat them. The, this is this is that time, man. This is that time where I have to go off course. All right. And it's for the predictions title. I got to switch it up. I'm going Cheetah. All right, first uh, change in the predictions. But, I mean, depending on whichever order they put the matches in, it could be the second or third. Um, all right. Oh, Dustin versus Sean Spears. Uh, Sean. I said Sean Spears. They got to build him to Cody. Yeah. I'm definitely going Sean. I was going to say I can't call this one. Because Sean keeps jobbing out to people, but yeah, it makes more sense for Dustin to put him over, so we'll go Spears. Plus, he needs a damn win. Eddie really does. Uh, I mean, he gets them yeah. on Dynamite, or not on Dynamite, on Dark, but not very often. Nah, that's bad if you don't even get wins very often on the B Show. Right? Oof. Um, okay, what we got left? We got the Tag Team Championships, have we? No, I was looking at the number one contender one. No, uh, yeah, that's uh, the number one contender one. <laughs> okay, Stadium Stampede. Uh, Matt Hardy and the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Uh, great, great return for Hangman on Dynamite 2, just sprinting down the field. First off, did you or did you not immediately think of Monty Python? I immediately thought of Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the guys just keep running into the castle. I'm like, that was Hangman. He's like, what the hell is that? And then he's all in the back. 
that would he just comes flying in. I was like, oh, that was great. That would have been perfect <laughs> if Jericho came out with Runaway. <laughs> uh, it would. I thought it would have worked perfect, but no. Yeah, great return. Uh, I'm fucking about goddamn time to see him back, but he's not with the team. He's not with the elite. So, what does that mean? What does that mean for him and Code for him and Kenny? Um. Well, he seemed very much like a team player on Dynamite, and he's listed as the elite on the match card. It's Matt Hardy and the elite. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought it was an overwhelming reaction to the Young Bucks, though. I mean, I know they haven't been gone as long as Paige, but okay. it was just I'm like, sorry. oh, that, it's the Bucks. That, kid, that spot killed me. They show up, they're standing on the rails with masks, and then what do the inner circle do? Oh, shit, we're going to go over there and kick their ass. I would have just kept beating up fucking Kenny. Yeah, you come to us. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? But whatever. Uh, why the fuck was Kenny on his own anyway, if they were all in the building? I don't know. Let's just let him get beat up, and then we'll all make dramatic returns. Oh, yeah, I was like, where the <laughs> fuck is Matt? Oh, yeah, Matt Hardy's in the ring. Hangman's like, I'm going to hang out in the back so nobody knows I'm here. And then Drinking. the Bucks are like, we're going to hide in the stadium because fuck it. I'm not... So, yeah, no, he was all by himself. I don't know where um, Paige would have been hiding because I'm pretty sure the bar wasn't open. Oh, he, he made it open. <laughs> he made Self-service. He's like, I'm just going to go back here. <laughs> I know the owner. Don't worry about it. I actually screwed about it. I've got my own keg. He probably does at the back <laughs> of his truck. He's like, you know, I got extra bottles of whiskey just in case of this something's happening like this. See, um... You call it a trunk, we call it a boot on a car. So if you got like drinks or something in the in the back, we call it a boot bar in the UK. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. The the bar's too expensive, I'm just going outside. Oh, yeah. There you go. Right? Oh nice god. I don't uh, I don't this this one's this one's tricky. Are they still planning on doing Blood and Guts? They haven't said anything about it. I think this is going to be their version of, like, it instead. No, I, I know they said that they're going to wait and save it for when, you know, it's they're, – they're doing what they're supposed to do. Save it for an audience, the way it's supposed to be viewed. Yeah. Um. Which I 110% respect that. Hmm. But they still haven't quite said much about it, so... I guess they can't really predict when they're going to be able to put it on. Unless they've got, like, a big pay-per-view planned in September, October, or whatever. Yeah. Hope for the best. Um, when it comes down to fans. That, yeah, because now that you bring that up, that makes me like rethink it all. Yeah. Honestly, the way I see it right now is I end up seeing, I see Hangman turning. I, I already see the turn happening. I feel like it's, it's, he's done. He's sick and tired of the elite. He's come back. He's going to end up either being the guy that takes the fall or he's going to end up, you know, accidentally hitting somebody with a buckshot and then they're going to end up losing. That's going to cause deception between him and Kenny. They'll eventually lose probably the tag titles probably to the best friends because they're a really good team. 
And then the other the other seed I'd like to plant is this would also like say they say that this isn't say this happens before the ladder match. If this if this match goes on before the ladder match, I see Hangman being that mystery guy. Hmm. Just fucking sh- shoot him straight the fuck up to the top. Everybody knows how over he is. This guy just came back for fucking five minutes. I guarantee you that last hour rating is just going to be just killer. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go. Damn it. I'm going to have to go in a circle. Right. I, I don't. I really don't want to, but I think that's what's going to happen. Okay, well, not for the same reasons, but I'm going in a circle. Uh, Without a turn, I just think it'll lead to Matt versus Jericho uh, further down the line, and in a circle kind of need a win because Jericho lost the belt. Hager failed to win the belt. They kind of need some momentum. Yeah, but like the whole the whole build to uh, uh, blood and guts, like inner circle got the win for the advantage. Um, just the build to this inner circle versus the elite match. Inner circle was taking the wins for it, except for a couple weeks ago, Matt and Kenny got the win over. Uh, PMP, but that was the only one. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sammy's been putting in most of the work. Yeah, because he's a Spanish. Which also God. pisses me off. Which also pisses me off because like Matt Hardy challenged Sammy to a Hardy compound match, and we still haven't fucking gotten that. Yeah, you'd think that would be something they can easily do because it's Matt's property. Yeah. Maybe they still need some kind of permit um, to have Sammy there and the cameras. Um, I don't don't know how it works. Where does he lives in North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. So then there you go, Trav. That's your territory. What kind of restrictions y'all got out there? Um, they're starting to lighten up. It's still, you know. Like nobody fucking follows the rules, anyways. Ain't that true? I mean, it, it's never been too extreme. Um, I feel like they could easily gotten away with it. Like weeks ago, they could have done it because they don't need like a full fucking crew, so. It wouldn't be that bad, and plus, with it being on the compound, it, it shouldn't have been that big of a problem. I don't think. Now, just give Rebby a camera. Yeah. And send your Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they get the job done. Or film the whole thing with a drone. That'd be no. Oh, poor Vanguard one. Poor Vanguard. Oh no! One. I mean, obviously, they have to buy a new drone again. <laughs> <laughs> Me and uh, Moses talked about this on uh, uh, our show the other day. He 
like if we do not get a video package of Matt Hardy just putting uh, Vanguard one in the lake of uh, reincarnation, <laughs> yes, and then, and then like a black drone <laughs> rising up. It needs to be like this super <laughs> badass looking one though. It's got to be like stealthy <laughs> yeah. and shit. I'm yeah. waterproof. Yes, most <laughs> important. I feel Matt's pain. I broke a drone one by flying it into a tree. <laughs> Bad pilot, got it. Two propellers still worked, the other two didn't. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm a terrible pilot. I don't even want to consider buying one of those things. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know how to fly it in a straight vertical line. Because I, <laughs> I do what it says and it just goes off. It's like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? All I want is a hover button. Is that not possible? <laughs> like, just get it, just chill out so I actually look like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, it amazes me when I see, like, Vanguard 1 or somebody professionally flying a drone and it's just hovering in a perfect position. I'm like, how? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what, is the, what button is that? <laughs> What's the cheat code? <laughs> Up, up, down, down. <laughs> Spawn a drone. <laughs> um, okay, I think we've only got two matches, three matches left. So let's go into the casino ladder match uh, for a future world championship match. We have Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Gazarian, Luchasaurus, and TBD. GBD. Let's see. Uh, the other Undo. rumor is that it could be Drew Gulak, who of course was released last. Well, that wasn't released. Didn't sign a new contract last week, uh, which means he doesn't have the no compete clause. Hmm. Uh, so he's a possibility. But at the same time, I think they were booking this match before he left WWE, so I don't think they considered Drew Gulak when they put the <laughs> match together. Yeah, um, I've also heard, uh, what's his name, uh, Ranga? Pardon me? I, I'm sorry, I don't know the guy's name. Uh, uh, Ranga. Uh, I don't know. Am I saying his name wrong? It's like the one guy everybody's been saying. Tamatanga? Oh, Tamatanga. Yeah, that Big guy. Fan guy. You said Ranga? I'm like, who the fuck is Ranga? Tom I don't, fuck, I don't, I don't <laughs> What I in the thing. world? It's been, um, it's been a while, and I've slept since the yeah, last he's, time. I've... Yeah, he's been all over uh, Twitter and Instagram making fun of him, saying we're not done yet, bitches. Mm. But, but I don't know. Doesn't this guy, like, he always pops up doing this shit? Yeah, he, and then they actually have he a, has a lot of Twitter feuds. Uh, he had one with Roman. He had one with Enzo. Yeah, uh, but Enzo's afraid and, of him. <laughs> but this guy, he never, he never follows through with all these like rumor mills, you know. So I, I don't know. I know that he like lives in that area. He from what I've heard, um. He's supposed to be there. He's supposed to be training or something. Um, I mean, that could be a possibility. Um, 
but also nine people. That's kind of like a like is literally a odd number. Um, so maybe maybe the match was originally planned for eight, but now that's why it's a mystery number nine. I was, I was going to say, I think they like the odd numbers. They used to have them in the Battle Royals, too. Yeah. I don't I know. Because, like, I, I know a lot of people are saying, like, EC3. EC3. No, he's got 90, uh, the 90 day. Yeah, I, I, so I, I don't think it is EC3, but I wouldn't be the least bit shocked if it is. Hey, it's a big old fuck you. Um, what didn't uh, I'm more inclined to I believe say, he's going back to impact. I wanna say uh uh Butcher said that all the ones that got released and they don't have that ninety day clause. They all have the ninety day. They can't be working till June July something or another. Yeah, Drew doesn't because his contract yeah. expired and he didn't sign a new one. But everybody yep. else was actually released. Fine. <laughs> okay, you ready for my my other prediction? Since I don't, I, I, now I'm starting to think about it. And I don't think Hangman's going to be the guy. Okay. Wardlow. Yeah. And then, are you ready? He's just going to give the briefcase to MJF. That again wouldn't be surprising. Kevin Nash style, maybe the finger poke of doom. <laughs> the ri- the ring. Kiss of Doom. Oh yeah, the ring kiss of Doom. It's poisonous. Pin me. But yeah, no, I like that. I like yeah. Wardlow. It's actually a surprising lineup in this ladder match because they're not the kind of people you'd expect to no. be in contention for the world title, which is a good thing. Um, Cole Cabana. <laughs> hey Cole Cabana, how you doing? Hmm, uh, you want a title shot? No, but I'll do a ladder match. Okay. Ah. Uh, if it's not Paige or like EC3, I really don't know who else it could be. So, uh, looking at the rest of the names, the only one that I would go with if it's not the mystery entrant is Darby Allen. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, that that's my thing. Is like I don't think it's gonna be the mystery entrant. I think it's either going to be Scorpio Sky or Darby Allen. I just don't know which one because there's been big rumors that Scorpio is going to be going solo. This could be the start of a deception between him and Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, damn. I'm going to have to go Darby. Okay. Darby. You going Darby too? No, no, no. I'm going, uh, <laughs> God, no. No, I'm going to go with TBD. Whoever, it's either going to be Hangman or it's going to be Wardlow, and either one of those two dudes is going to win it. And if I, if I end up being wrong, then, then I'm going to crash and burn horribly. Okay, so we'll just put mystery opponent. Mystery. We'll go with mystery. There you go. Mr. E. Mr. E. <laughs> now comes Big E. I'm just kidding. All right. So, um, I've got a feeling the tournament final is going to be the main event. So, we'll do the world championship match next. Uh, Mox versus Brody Lee 
He's actually going by Mr. Brody Lee now. Yeah, it's official Mr. Uh, Brody Lee. No question Mox is retaining for me. Yeah, absolutely. It would be stupid to take the belt off him now. Also, any time a champion has the belt stolen, they always win it back. Exactly. And I'm thinking worst case scenario, it'll he'll be they'll be uh Brody Lee will get DQ'd. Yeah. Uh, very quick burial of ten though. We all had high expectations for him last week and like who the hell is this oh, guy? And yeah. then this week he just gets his arm broken. Oh yeah, yeah I'd love that he, part. He just got fucking destroyed. <laughs> I thought he would at least put up some sort of a fight. Yeah, we, like we were re- trying to research last week who he was. Yeah, he's nobody, is he? <laughs> he's a patient now. Fucking... Yeah, it's fucking. He's just like, oh, I'll give you ten seconds. Oh, well, your ten seconds are up. Wham! I'm like, okay, all right, Kevin done. And then, yeah, right, <laughs> Texas. Ten seconds go, bam! And then he walks away. And then, like, tell me, Butcher didn't look like the guy you don't want to fuck with. With his fucking, like, Arn Anderson glasses on and his fucking white shirt that's tighter than holy crap. And painter pants. is a big dude. He's a, yeah, he's a big, scary-looking fucking dude. Actually, anybody who wears a monocle like, is scary. Closer. Right? Mr. I think the monocle's better, though. <laughs> when the hell did Mr. Monopoly go to be, like, 6'6"? Six, six? <laughs> do you do not pass go? I don't want to pass go. <laughs> I will take this free parking, thank you, and stay right here. <laughs> um, okay, so that's all free for Mox. So, possible main event, uh, the final for the TNT Championship, Cody versus Lance Archer, and we do have Jake Robertson and Anderson. Apparently Brandy as well is going to be in Cody's corner. The way Good Jake man. keeps going at Brandy, it, 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 it weirds me out. <laughs> Yeah. Death, the old man. <laughs> right? Like, okay, bro, you're... So that little he... bimbo, I'm like, dude, can you stop fucking, like, calling her fucking names and shit? And then he's like, oh, I wouldn't mind rubbing up on her again. And my wife looked right at me like, what in the <laughs> fuck are you watching? Put the snake away, Jake. That's what I said. I was like, no, no more snake. Keep it in the bag. Literally. Um, yeah. As much as it, Cody keeps saying he needs the belt because he can't go for the world championship, I gotta go Lance Archer. I gotta uh, go Cody. He he needs he. Arn is a hundred percent correct. He needs this title. If Archer loses, Archer's still gonna be a monster. That's not nobody's gonna take away the monster feel from Archer, especially if he goes in there and just kills Cody. If him and Cody go in there and they go about 20 plus minutes and they put on something really good, Archer looks great, but Cody just wins. He just, you know, maybe maybe Archer, you know, they, they're they both so dead, but he's got him in the figure four or whatever, and then all of a sudden they the double pin one, two, and then Cody gets his arm up in three. You know, it's going to be something like that. It's going to be something where it's like, it didn't matter how you know, it didn't matter that Cody won. Archer still looks like the monster. It didn't matter, you know, this or that. Or maybe he kicks out right at three and then just starts to kill him. You know, you never know. So, but, what what if 
this match, there, there's so much possibility with this match, and that's why I love it. It, it is this is the absolute hardest match to predict. Um, like, what if the this match is at the beginning of the night, and then Lance Archer joins the casino ladder match? Then I would win that prediction because he would be the mystery guy. <laughs> I mean, but I no, mean, but that sounds great. That sounds awesome. Hey, I couldn't beat this fucker, so let me go after the big fucker. I love that. It's way better than fucking Brody Lee right now. Well, hold on, I'll wait. I'll wait for the match. But the build I have not liked. No, it, it's been a little sloppy. I just, I don't know if, it with it being like an empty arena match, and I feel like a title win for Cody should be deserved an audience, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I feel like if he doesn't win it, there's going to be too much backlash on him. Like he always wins the little matches, but when it comes to the big time, when it comes to the title shot, he falls short. So I feel like he has to get a title. And I feel like this is that time. And then Lance, you know, like with him being the murder hawk that he is, that would be perfect for him to join the casino ladder match and just fucking destroy everybody in full rage because he lost the TNT title. And then wins that and moves to the main title picture. I, I still think Cody shouldn't really be banned from challenging him for the world title because technically he didn't lose the match against yeah. Jericho. And they yeah, threw in the towel. Hell, maybe yeah. Cody's the guy in the ladder match. That would be no, awesome. I don't know. That would be awesome. That would be absolutely incredible, but I do not see that happening. That's um, why AEW is so good right now. I love, I love how they we're not the fans as well. They were like, we're going to announce the, the ninth entrant like, tomorrow or whatever. And it came yeah. to the time and like, okay, it's going to be a mystery, mystery. entrant. <laughs> you son of <laughs> bitches. You. <laughs> uh, uh, but then like, here's the other swerve ball. <laughs> I'm, I've um, got to get that trademarked. <laughs> the other swerve ball there is Mike Tyson. Yeah. He's completely allowed to be run rampant. He's allowed to get involved. He's allowed to hit. He's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. And as we've seen, he certainly can still hit. Yeah. Hell of me. <laughs> um, I feel like... I think... This is the other thought that I've been battling with is... I feel like if anybody's willing to take a fucking hit from Mike Tyson, it would be Cody. Oh, yeah. Hands down. 
Look at every fucking pay-per-view match. He does some stupid, crazy-ass thing <laughs> where he just gets fucked up. Yeah. And I feel like... Example being the forehead. That That's probably what it's going to be. Cody's going to, like, accidentally hit him. Like, Lance Archer will throw him out in the ring and he runs into uh, Mike Tyson or something. And then Mike's going to be like... What's the matter with you? And then just fucking punches him. Who the fuck are they? Yeah. <laughs> and he'll just get knocked out. And that's why I'm fucking torn, man. Like, it literally could go either damn way. I would love it if Jake um, brought out the python. And then Tyson's like, fuck you, I got a tiger. <laughs> oh what yeah, it, how how crazy would it be if like he actually came out with the tiger oh, I mean Steiner did it with an audience I was gonna say yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was insane <laughs> Jeez. Um, you imagine fuck. being in the front row of Nitro and Scott Steiner walks out with a fucking live tiger <laughs> I was watching uh, myself. <laughs> I was watching they they had these uh, like you know how WWE puts out those like top 10 videos. Yeah. Um there was one it was like top 10 animal moments. Naturally of course you know Jack was on there with a fucking cobra um when Randy Savage just got bit all the hell. Um but there was a, a Steiner with the tiger, um, and then I don't I, I don't know who he was, but there was a guy came out with like two fucking grizzly bears. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> and they were like they wasn't even walking all on all fours; they were walking on two feet all the way down the ring. I don't know why, but I'm seeing this in my head right now, like I've seen it before. Yeah, it's it's some like serious old school shit. Some retro shit, isn't it? It's like I think we reviewed this. It's before where I'm at on the retro. I know that much. It was early WCW though, yeah. Uh, think I'm not sure. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and try to send it to you. Oh, fine. <laughs> it's a uh, Big Josh at Super Brawl. Yeah, eighty nine. That's nuts. Yeah, I thought it was eighty nine. I wasn't sure. He's, he's literally like walking them to the ring by the scruff of the neck. Yep. <laughs> what Super yeah. Bowl is that? Wait, uh, is that AWA Super Bowl? No, it's definitely WCW. There's a the big oh, old yeah. silver logo in the back. Yeah, they're yeah, muscle. It, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. But anyways, fuck. All right. Now back to this. Um, fuck. I'm going to have to go Cody. Okay. Um, I'm going to completely I'm going to completely regret saying that though. <laughs> okay, no idea what year it was, but it was it was <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, okay, so that's two for Cody. I, I think I'm going to stick with Archer. I want to say Cody, but it's just part of me saying, yeah, every time you really want to say a name, it's the other guy, so. 
There you go. I'll go. I'll go watch you. Uh, all right, really quickly, NXT. Um, another outstanding performance, short performance from Karrion Cross, and he f- we finally got that confrontation with Champa, and now the match is confirmed for In Your House. It's going to be killer. Did you see what he tweeted about that? No, Cross. Uh, no, what he tweet? Yeah, Cross. He, the way he worded it sounded so fucking bad. He said he was coming in your house. (laughs) (laughs) That's word. That's word for word. I'm coming in your house. I'm like, oh, bro, come on now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The term home invasion comes to mind. I'm coming in your house. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag NXT yeah. takeover, fallen prey, hourglass, and a gif of something. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. It, that didn't help it at all, neither. <laughs> one bit. And <laughs> but then right below that, Scarlet he retweeted Scarlet's tweet, which says it's going to be a massacre. Talk about a date night. <laughs> <laughs> Love She's it. great. Oh, oh that's saying that opening segment was nice. NXT has been good these last couple weeks. I enjoyed how that started out. And then we got like I think it was like Timmy the Thatcher is already going at like Riddle telling him he's challenging him. And then why the fuck are they making it for next week? Why don't you save it for in your house? What the fuck? And they're gonna have a cage fight, you're either knocked out or you're tap out. Yeah, I mean so I they just have a submissions match then, god damn it. I like the fact that they're kind of giving it an MMA feel. Yeah, it's going to be a blood sport match, hopefully. Do Well, Dynamite don't either, but NXT really don't deserve to be 600,000 that low. Yeah, it, it's a really good show. I don't understand why it is so low. I think it's just the, 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 the WWE mentality, like these hardcore WWE fans in their little bubble... I just raw SmackDown. Everything else sucks. I'm not even gonna pay it any attention. It's a bad man. That's a bad way of thinking, man. It's a bad mentality. It's it's a better it's a better program than what's on the main. Yeah. It's the only watchable WWE program besides these pay per views, and then even some of those are questionable. I, I don't get it. Let him hate. Haters gonna hate. They're just they're letting the best in wrestling life pass them by. And when it bites them in the ass when it's over with, then they'll find out what the hell they're missing. Um, okay, what else happened in NXT? Oh, um That Dexter Loomis Roderick Strong. Yeah. I enjoyed that. They listened to me. Do you hear me, Daz? Your show, they've listened to me. Dexter Loomis is now officially the guy off the creep farm. Extra creepy, mind you, as he now rubs his hands on his chest when you kick him. And he strokes your hair after he puts you to sleep. It's the little things. It's the little things that matter. Yeah, the creepier, the better. Like I said, guy straight off the creep farm. 
He's growing on me. Oh, I've always liked Dex. Um, well, Samuel Shaw. I've always liked Dexter Loomis. I love so, how I love how real quick I love how when Roddy was like making his entrance, he's like, "Oh, Dexter, you messed up, you big creepy geek." Start laughing. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix also got lucky, by the way. So the swerve ball this week was to pick somebody, and the earlier they walk down the ramp, if you're one of the first two people, you get the swerve ball. And the only one that people picked to that actually walked down the ramp um, was Tomato Champa. Mm-hmm. So Cross comes out first, and originally Phoenix said Champa and Cross, but then I reminded him he only had to pick one name, so he goes with Cross, uh, with, with Champa. So then Cross walks out, and I say, you should have stuck with Cross. And then Champa comes out after the match, so he got very lucky on that one. They knew he needed the score ball. Yeah. That, um, and of course, you get a second that's one what I, Gargano. That's what I get for betting on fucking Matt Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> so it just makes me hate the sound bitch even more. Oh, if you don't knock it off. <laughs> Bro. No. <laughs> Bro. You can't Bro. know the bro. Do what? You can't know the bro. Uh, I just <laughs> did and I'll do it again. I do it every fucking week where is that however long I feel like it. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was enjoying the main events um, between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. And then, of course, once again, the Charlotte train comes steaming through. Oh, yeah. Um, Don't give a fuck who's on the track. Let's run it through. I'm guessing we're going to get a triple threat at in your house. Hopefully, Rhea gets a belt back then. Uh, that's the only yeah, thing that's going to make up for this. can't pin Charlotte. So, somebody needs to that's soon. I'm gag- just is ridiculous. Somebody just changed the track or something. Just derail that damn train. Please. Please, please, please. I don't know. I'm hoping EO wins it, honest to God. I would rather EO be champ than Rhea, but uh, any anybody but Charlotte. Well, yeah. Yeah, either one. I just, I'm still salty because I don't think Rhea should have lost it at Mania anyway. Yes, exactly. And then she could have what ratings? There have been no rating approval. No. Way to go, Charlotte. It's it's almost as if she has the opposite effect. You don't say. (laughs) She may have the flair last name, but I assure you she does not have that flair. No. Well, uh, that's... Well... Obviously, there was The Undertaker's uh, last ride again as well. Again, fantastic stuff. Um, the The only thing I'm not happy about is I wanted to hear the full conversation that he had with Roman um, last year. Yes. And then it is, it, it is interesting to see uh, somebody of his stature be, like, up, upset with himself. Yeah. That he's like, oh, this is just, why in the fuck am I out there? He even knew this isn't okay. And he trained his ass off. I thought that was a fucking great story. I thought that was great. How those training videos were, they rival Rocky. Right? Like, 
fucking hell, this old man beat the crap out of himself. And then he goes to do the CrossFit, and I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, it, it worked out. Yeah, I, I love the fact that he was just bouncing off the ropes, taking bumps, and then just said, hey, you know what? Send this to Vince. Yep. Great. He was ready to go. He went in there, and, and Epico was like, oh, yeah, he's ready. But I, I also love that fact that he's not up his own ass, that he knows when he's not good enough. Yes, exactly. Humble. Undertaker's humble. Yeah. He, he said uh, that he will not make that mistake again. And I'm like, well, I, I kind of figured you won't, man. You'll probably, you know, each match you have now will probably be about seven, eight hours long. <laughs> yeah, I'm really... If, if, they, if they do that, for every Undertaker match, I will be completely fine with it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really interested now to see how he reacts to the whole shit that went down with Goldberg in the next episode. And then, yeah. and then Michelle well, has one. probably called it. It's going to be a vicious cycle now of bad match, redemption, bad match, redemption. So he's never going to retire. No. Well, I mean, he I is... Don't... Contracted for another fifteen years, which we know it obviously includes, like a legends deal when he does decide to stop competing. But it also means that he doesn't actually have a set date of when he has to stop actually wrestling. He can just appear for the next fifteen years if he wants. Yeah. But then people like read way too much into it. And, like he's gonna be wrestling till he's seventy. <laughs> he's gonna wrestle as long as he feels like he can give it three four more years at best and then he's done hopefully yeah uh, all right well i'm not gonna go through the whole trivia takeover card again because we're getting close to time well getting close to two hours now so uh you do know trivia takeovers on june 11th we will see you there and we will also see you next week for reactions to double or nothing the bell has rung for another week. Click that subscribe button before you tap out. If you're on youtube.com slash maxwrestling, you can follow us at soundcloud.com slash maxwrestling. And also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and the one and only CastBox. CastBox. Showbox. Showbox. Is Showbox still a thing? I mean, I don't know what Showbox no, is. That's, that's uh, yeah. huh. I don't know half... I don't even know... I probably three quarters of the fucking platforms we're on. Oh no, Showbox <laughs> is an illegal streaming site that I I have absolutely no knowledge of. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you haven't already, join our Facebook group at Max Wrestling. You can find me at Dazzy MWP, and you know what? I'm gonna let them both do their own plugs. What? <laughs> Motherfucker, man! Well, I, mean, I it's, was it's really basically like. It. Retro Rewind Invasion, so I may as well let you do your own stuff. There you go. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, you say you know it now. I do. It's Walker <laughs> underscore TA92, damn it. Say, he's not a big enough to remember. <laughs> it just makes me happy when you do it. It makes me feel like a part of the crew. <laughs> it makes you important. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in case you missed it, you can also find the Walker at Walker... St- but let me do that again. You can find him at 
Walker underscore TA92. That's what I get for not taking a breath. <laughs> oh, that's right. about it. Travis the Walker Anderson Facebook. You know, you know how to fucking find me. You should by now at least. And then for me, make sure you're following us on all platforms of social media: SMR Podnet everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Retro Rewind double episode coming next Monday, next Tuesday, because that's the new day is Tuesday. Uh, regular regular AEW NXT Monday. There's going to probably be a double or nothing review on Sunday. So yeah, a whole bunch of stuff coming out. But uh, yeah, if I'm not doing those, I'll be here for the foreseeable future. Until one day you guys decide not to wake me up at 4 a.m. <laughs> Which is fine. I'll probably still and, wake up. And we, we, cannot, we cannot end the show without saying rest in peace, Shad. Absolutely, yes, yeah. rest in peace. Die to hero. <laughs>